Welcome to the National CMV Foundation podcast. I'm Kristen Spitek, President and Chair of the National CMV Foundation. Congenital cytomegalovirus, or CMV infection, is arguably the most common preventable cause of neonatal disability in the United States, affecting more than 30,000 children per year. The National CMV Foundation is dedicated to educating women of childbearing age about congenital CMV, and our podcast series highlights advocacy, education, industry, and scientific advances in the space, bringing congenital cytomegalovirus to the forefront of the conversation. This podcast is brought to you by Meridian Bioscience, working to create healthcare solutions that help save lives with each discovery, each diagnosis, every patient, every day. On today's episode, I'm handing the reins over to Becky Erickson. Becky is a PR and marketing guru and passionate CMV advocate. Becky, take it away. Let me uh, kick us off and get started. My name is Becky Erickson. I work with you, Kristen Spitek, on PR and marketing for the National CMV Foundation. And today we're also joined by the creative genius of Nick Campanier from GSW, who's been our collaborator on this campaign that we're going to dig into today. So welcome to both of you, and thanks for making time to talk about this important topic. Thank you, Helen. Thank you. Awesome. So, Kristen, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, can you give us some background on um, the mindset and what it takes to create a public health awareness campaign, what you've been thinking about uh, leading the National CMV, CMV Foundation and looking at other campaigns and how they've moved the needle, and what brought you to um, the need for something different now? Yeah, absolutely. So my background is digital marketing, and I, I did that for a long time before I sort of shifted gears due to my personal um, personal cause here in terms of congenital CMV. So, you know, this is still the root of, of what I know and what I love to do, and I think that CMV is, is a huge public health problem, and public health campaigns are typically created to expose high proportions of populations to messages and to try to change health behavior. So examples could be, you know, tobacco or alcohol, um, you know, trying to get people to to stop that or decrease use. Um, it's talking about other health-related issues such as, you know, heart health and fitness and child survival and sex-related behaviors and cancer screening, et cetera. So there's a lot of causes and missions out there that are really, really health-centric and motivated to improve health outcomes for individuals and large populations. And I view CMV as one of these causes, and I think that we were absolutely in need of a, a tremendous public health campaign that was ready to get people to sit up in their chairs, take notice, kind of turn heads, and start talking about CMV. Well, that's great. Let's let's start at the beginning. Um, how did you come to partner with GSW? So, Kristen, tell me that that story. And then, Nick, um, why uh, why did you decide to take the CMV Foundation cause on? So, Kristen, uh, how did it start? Yeah, you know, it's actually a really cute, funny story. I was in New York City last November for the New York City Marathon. We had our inaugural team, five runners, running the race to raise awareness and money for National CMV Foundation. And alongside the race, we had a number of events happening, and a, a dear friend of mine set up a CrossFit event in Long Island City. Uh, a mutual friend owns the owns and manages the studio there, and and as our class was starting, another class was ending, and a colleague of Nick's from GSW was walking out, and he said, you know what, I've never heard of congenital CMV, and, you know, my wife and I, this sounds like something we should know about, 
and let me see if my agency would be interested in doing this. We do this work all the time for really important social causes, and I'm going to take this up the chain and see if this is something that we want to get involved in, in which I said, yes, please, this is something we so desperately need. We absolutely need creative expertise. We need help getting the word out. We need to make sure that there's something visually appealing to make people take notice. So. Um, now, you know, his name is Kian. We are dear friends, and I am so thrilled that he brought his team on because they are so smart in what they do. They are creative geniuses, as you said, Becky, but it is truth, um, and they are, they are fantastic to collaborate and work with. Nick, what was your first um, reaction when you encountered the foundation and learned about CMV? Yeah, uh, let's see. So we, we we looked at the website, I guess, was the first, you know, thing. Well, I talked to Keen, who is the, the gentleman uh, Kristen's re uh, referencing that she met, and he came to me and said, hey, this thing CMB, because we uh, generally as an agency are always on looking out for, we kind of call them passion projects, ways, ways that we can help people in the community and, you know, um, give back, I guess. Uh, and so... My first reaction when we looked at the website was, well, this doesn't seem as uh, scary or alarming as it kind of actually is. And, uh, you know, we looked at some of the statistics and we thought, wow, you know, it, it, this is kind of like an injustice, I guess. And, and for a creative agency in person, kind of uh, fixing something that's, that's so obviously maybe wrong uh, by using creativity you know, is a great thing. And so we're always looking for that. And this is a great opportunity. And Kristen, I, I, I said this again, uh, we said this a lot internally uh, about you guys. Kristen, you said, I'm looking for some, some shock and awe to get people to take notice. And when we heard that, we were, we were a thousand percent, you know, excited and in because, you know, that's usually the best kind of creative that creates, you know, disruption or, you know, it's kind of like stopping you in your tracks when you see it. And, you take action because of the message. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we kind of, that was our first take, and we, we couldn't wait to dive in and come up with some creative ideas for you. Well, that really strikes me. The, the one statistic that just is burned into my mind perpetually is, and I hope it changes soon as a result of this campaign, is that 91% of people don't know about CMV, and um, yeah. that is alarming, or it should be, right? And I, I really feel like that's the cornerstone and the basis from which uh, everything that you developed at GSW and, and collaborated with us on, uh, where that stems from. And it's, you know, Kristen and I are part of that 9%, and, and there's, you know, Kristen's one of the world experts in, in this leading the foundation for, for the U.S., but it's, uh, it's alarming, and it should be. So uh, why is now the time to uh, take a completely different approach? So from my perspective, you know, we've been in the advocacy game, the advocacy game for five years. So the CMV awareness rate has been static since 2005. It continues to decline. So we knew we had to do something different. We had to rethink the way we talked about CMV and completely turn the previous messaging on its head, mainly to get people to sit a little straighter in their chairs and to take notice. So healthcare providers are not educating their patients about the risks of congenital CMV. And if women don't know to ask specific questions before and during pregnancy, they're likely not aware about certain risks and precautions to take specific to these viral infections like CMV, and especially if they're working with children or have young children at home. You know, there are so many things for women to be aware of during pregnancy. So I do want to stress that we are not trying to scare women 
but we are hoping to gain their attention. We want to arm them with an understanding enough to ask their doctor for more information, and we want to empower them with tools so they're equipped to make the best decisions for their families. There is certainly never zero risk in talking about certain viral infections or genetic conditions that can happen during pregnancy, but again, we want women to be aware so they can take necessary measures that make sense for them and their families. And the dialogue between the healthcare provider and the patient is critical. So how do we facilitate that dialogue to ultimately drive behavioral change? That's, that's where I was coming at it from, and that is sort of the genesis behind this campaign from my perspective. Yeah. You know, when we started working together, Nick, one of the things uh, that, that your team brought to us, and, and it was a real aha moment for me, was uh, playing back to us the, the true communications challenge we had. And it was that you have to get through two or three levels of dialogue once someone says the acronym CMV to you to uh, yeah. understand that it's a virus, that it's dangerous, that it's preventable, that you should know about it. And right. what your team really did, the, the strategy, was um, we need to, to shorten that and make it more visceral. And, you know, that that was really um, something completely new to us, and it, and it speaks to directly that 91% that, that have never heard of it before. Can you talk a little bit more about that strategy of getting, getting to the heart of it and, and calling out the virus by its name? Yeah, definitely. So just to jump back to follow up on what Kristen was saying, I think that the insight for us was uh, just people just want to be informed, really. And and we agree, there's no, we're not trying to scare, you know, moms, but uh, it's a real thing and it, and it has real, you know, impact on people's lives. And wouldn't you rather just know about it than, than not know about it? And, that, and we actually did some short, some quick research and that proved itself to be true. So not trying to scare people, but just be informed. Um, so that was kind of the, you know, the the the, the engine behind our, our thinking and our and our, our campaign. And, and we just want to put the facts out there because the facts tell a story in themselves. We have a we're shooting a video right now that we can't wait to deliver to you guys so you can use it socially. But the the crux of the idea is, you know, uh, CMB it's it's the leading cause of non-genetic hearing loss. Yet 91% of moms haven't heard of it. And it's, you know, you hear that and you just say, well, it's an injustice and let, let's fix that. Uh, the, the name CM virus, yeah, so that was early on when we first started talking. We, we thought CMV, there's so many acronyms out there, you know, the DMV, you know, the, the, the uh, you know, SAT, I don't know. There's so many that three-letter acronyms. And for us, CMV wasn't capturing the true uh, nature of what, what, you guys are talking about quickly enough because, you, like you said, you had to go down a couple levels. So one of our writers um, said, well, one thing very easy that we could do is don't call it CMV, call it CM virus. And then we know quickly that uh, it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing, and we're trying to, you know, to work against this this thing. And uh, we, yeah, we started using that from that point on. Um, and then with the with the campaign, the second campaign that we're, we're we're doing for you guys, that's more around awareness. We're visualizing the virus because again, we 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 felt like when we had looked at the site originally, there wasn't enough uh, information to tell us what it was or, or or why it was bad visually. We like to storytell visually, and so the the newer campaign is do, is doing that and and really kind of showing that this virus is passed along in these ways and it's. It's something you should know about. And you don't have to drill down very far to get the information. 
Absolutely. And, you know, when I um, try to imagine being part of the 91%, which I haven't been a part of that group for a couple of years now, but it's uh, you have such limited time to break through to people, maybe yeah. a few seconds yeah. seeing an ad or seeing something online or in a magazine to hit them with a message. So how could you visually storytell and within three or four seconds pull someone in so that right. not only do they know the name CM virus, but, you know, ideally it's memorable and it's something, Kristen, to your point earlier, that um, they ask their healthcare professional about. Yeah, you know, when I'm tracking, you know, hashtags, for instance, that are related to CMV, the things that come up related to CMV are so unrelated to our target yeah. audience. So an example would be cruise marine voyages or cosplay videos yeah. or vaping or veterinary causes or Mercedes cars. You know, none of that is at all congruent with what we're talking about. And so I think to Nick's point about this CM virus, I mean, just talking about it in that way automatically cuts to the chase. People sit up and go, wait, what is that? What is a virus and how do I get that virus? And why do I need to be concerned about that virus? You know, and so um, I just think that that's brilliant in and of itself in terms of the way that we should be shifting and talking about CMV or CM virus. Um, I just think that is really, really helpful and that'll already start to turn heads a little bit faster than what we were already doing in previous messaging. So we talked a little bit about it. Unfortunately, in podcasts, we can't show the campaign, so we'll have to have folks click through to it. But um, let's dig in a little bit to the development and the visual storytelling. And, you know, one of my favorite um, aspects of the campaign is we um, truly call out the virus as the villain uh, visually. And um, maybe, Nick, start with you, and then Kristen, pipe in on the creative development of the campaign and what we hope it conveys to people. Yeah, definitely. Uh well, we've kind of, we kind of created two two campaigns of the same you know family. One one was aimed directly. The purpose of it was to you know sign the petition and get the change.org happening and get policy changed. That was the um, the kind of pregnant ladies that we shot with the you know uh, with the pledge, I guess is what we were calling it. The, the second campaign was mo mostly aimed towards just general awareness about how CMB CM virus is um, transmitted. And, and so, kind of two different two different things. But the, the first one we did the, the screen screen for CMV with pregnant ladies. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a very straightforward. Visually, it's arresting because you see, you know, the the, the baby in the in the belly sort of echoing the mom's pledge to to fight this thing. So it kind of pulls at the heartstrings there. But the language is very direct. You know, today newborn screening for the number one cause of viral birth defects isn't standard practice. You know. Let's all, let's all, uh, sorry, anyone else think it should be, right? And then you got mom giving thumbs up and baby giving thumbs up. And it's, it's inclusive of, of, of mom and baby. And so it's a powerful thing. And then the second campaign around the, the virus being placed, say, on the pacifier or, or on the tear or in the urine where it's transmitted is just something, you know, you can't, you can't really look away when you see it. Um, and we've worked with, by the way, I'll throw this in, we've worked with two of the, greatest uh, photographers in the world, uh, Alejandro Berset shot the screen for CMV ma uh, pregnant mom uh, images, and then Alex Telfer uh, shot for us the uh, the virus on the pacifier campaign. We're, we're calling that spread the word, not the virus, by the way. Um, and so we're, 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 we're just, you know, we're very excited. Actually, the work is, 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 is winning awards, which is a, a nice secondary uh, benefit, but the main goal is, of course, to drive awareness for you guys. 
That's really incredible. You know, it's spread the word, not the virus. Um, as a part of the CMB community and, and what I personally uh, do and work with Kristen for the foundation, it really uh, compels me to help champion this forward. And it's, uh, I look back, you know, my, my story is that I was a uh, uh, 10 weeks gestation. I, I found out I had an active CMV infection. I'd never heard of it before. I had no information in my OBGYN said, I've never had a patient with CMV. Uh, I don't know much about it. So um, I went down the rabbit hole learning everything I could, and it was a, uh, a difficult time. I encountered the foundation and, and found great support, but it's just when I think about the creative work G that GSW is pulling together for us and that's going to be out in the world, um, I think about me in 2017, and if I would have seen that, that campaign, I might have had a bit of a different trajectory. So I, I just can't explain how powerful uh, in terms of, communicating to that 91% this work is. And it, it just never would have happened without this partnership. Um, Kristen, what's your sense on um, when we put this campaign out in the world, what you hope uh, it conveys to, to people that have never heard about CMB before, and then also what our community of advocates and families, um, how you hope they experience it and, and champion it? Uh, so, again, I want the audience to really have a visceral reaction and an emotional response. I think these ads are humanizing. They are beautiful, and they're also very harrowing and, and a little bit scary in terms of, oh my gosh, a virus could live within my toddler, for example, that I then could acquire during pregnancy. So, you know, much like the media portrayed Zika as the scary mosquito that led to babies with microcephaly, those images help tell the story and the fear of that mosquito drove women and families to make behavioral changes. So they didn't travel to areas affected by Zika. They were very careful in terms of being outside at sunrise or at sunset, and they're always wearing DEET, right? So how do we personify the virus and impose it on the child's pacifier or the cheek within a teardrop or in urine when changing a diaper? I think it's incredibly powerful in looking at that and letting the images tell the story to Nick's point. And, you know, in terms of what I think the goal is, so first I, I really want to pay tribute to something that I think is extremely important to be transparent about. So in this creative, we use language such as, don't let your newborn infect your unborn. And we show this visually with a child pushing a pacifier towards a mother's lips. So in no way do we want to inflict unfair blame or insight guilt within a mother, father, or sibling of a child born with congenital CMV. We understand how this may be interpreted by our CMV community, and we absolutely want to acknowledge this up front. You know, there is certainly a lot of guilt within the existing community for not being CMV aware before or during pregnancy or for acquiring a virus that's essentially ubiquitous. Women who work with young children or have young children at home may be at higher risk for acquiring the virus, but the truth is absolutely anybody can get it anytime, anywhere. My first daughter was born with congenital CMV, and I really don't know where I picked it up. I know several mothers who had a reinfection or a reactivation, and they didn't know it. So there, again, is never zero risk for passing on this virus. And I'm saying that, you know, I'm saying passing on in air quotes because genetic disorders or viral infections during pregnancy to the baby in utero, it does not negate the seriousness of it and the potential long-term consequences for both baby and mom due to these outcomes. 
but it doesn't excuse the medical community from not talking about it because CMV is a real risk and it's common, serious, and oftentimes preventable. So we're hoping this creative really breathes new life into the often ignored symptomless virus. We want to force the hands of the medical community or public health departments and the federal government so they acknowledge CMV as one more thing for women to be aware of and to think about during pregnancy. You know, again, women already changed their behavior during pregnancy. We're not drinking alcohol. We're not changing kitty litter. You know, we're not traveling to these potential Zika-infected countries. By and large, we read all the blogs. We ask our friends or family members for advice. We attend prenatal appointments. But women really want medical advice to be delivered directly from their healthcare provider. And because this dialogue is not yet open and conversational in those offices, we have to drive the conversation. And ads such as these will really get people talking. So I am thrilled. I want conversation to be had. I want people to see these ads and to turn around quickly and say, wait a minute, what is that? That's shocking to me. I didn't know a virus could be transmitted from my child or from somebody else's child that I may work with or even just simply another human being through bodily fluids. Shocking. So let me talk to my doctor about that so I know how to prevent it or I can at least attempt to prevent it to protect my family. That's really incredible. It just, um, in uh, my experience and the, the three of us and, and, and Nick's larger team coming together to collaborate on this campaign, it just, uh, being able to single out the virus as the villain and the way in which his team visualized that, it was um, it's arresting visually, and I've said the word visual a few times here, but I, I mean, it really is a, a visual story. But it, it is in ways very empowering, too, because the the evil is, is the virus. And, you know, we all know the statistics in the community that, you know, by, by middle age, more than more than half of people have, have had a CMV infection. It's very common. It's all over the place. So how you, um, in an appropriate way, tell that emotional story and help raise awareness and at the same time um, really call the virus out by name. I think that is such a, a powerful approach. You, you see that in um, cases of, of trauma and other public health awareness campaigns of, you know, this is, we're not talking CMV anymore. We're talking CM virus and, oh gosh, virus, I don't want that. And I, I just, uh, for that 91% that we're going to recruit over to the nine side, that is just uh, very much the heart of um, raising awareness. And, and that's one of the, the core tenets of the foundation. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I, I exactly agree, and I think we need to drive this national awareness. This national awareness will improve clinical research. It will fast-track vaccine development. Without this public demand, you know, dollars and resources are limited. And so I think an awareness campaign such as this is really going to help move the needle. I'm so excited about it. You know, again, the images are beautiful. They are breathtaking. They are stopping you in your tracks if you are to see one of these out in public. So I am really excited to sort of launch this, and I and I hope the community can rally behind it, understanding that, you know, the point is to stop this virus from harming the future generations of babies. Um, and that's, you know, I have a pretty clear idea of what success looks like from my perspective, both personally and at the organization level. But I would like to hear from each of you. You know, what are your hopes for this campaign and its impact? That's just incredible. I um, I can't wait to see this. I, I feel like we, 
the community, this team here, once this work is fully out into the world, it's it's going to put this virus on the map for, for folks that don't have it on their radar in a meaningful way. And I, I just, I, I couldn't be more thrilled about the trajectory it's going to put the foundation on and um, working with other agencies and, and folks that we really feel should be aware and advocating for this. So it's just, um, it's a game changer for us, certainly. Um, guys, let's wrap up. If there's one uh, takeaway or call to action that um, that you have, you know, what would that be? And maybe I'll kick us off. Um, for me, this process has been um, personally and professionally so so fulfilling and important to have an opportunity to to focus and connect on work that I think will meaningfully change the dynamic of awareness for this virus. And I I couldn't have been more thrilled to be part of this really creative, diverse group. If, if it wasn't for that CrossFit class, Kristen, we never would have uh, gotten connected with Nick and the team. And right. having that that diversity and, and creativity coming together, it's just been, I, the work speaks, speaks for itself, but it's it's miraculous and serendipitous and uh, a real a real joy to to bring this body of work to, to fruition. What What are your kind of last thoughts on where you want the campaign to go or what the experience has been for you? For me personally, you know, I want the existing CMV community to know that they are supported and that we are trying to do whatever it takes to move the needle on this so that public demand dollars and resources are increasing over time so that we can stop the outcomes from affecting these future babies. And, you know, the way to do that, I, I wholeheartedly believe, is through really compelling, arresting creative. And that visual storytelling component is so critical. Um, so in my mind, you know, changing the game to CM virus, asking for, asking for people to sign our pledge to get CMV on the universal screening panel and, you know, taking precautions to help improve the outcomes for their babies before and during pregnancy um, are so many things to think about. But yet working together, I have no doubt in my mind that we will put this on the map and that we will hopefully see incidents decrease over time. Yeah, and then and for me, for us here at GSW, I think two things. Probably, you know, getting it on the rust, I think, the universal screening panel would be an amazing, uh, you know, win in our minds. You know, we, um, in the advertising industry, we have uh, the Cannes, Cannes Festival in, in France every year, and their tagline is life-changing creativity. And so we think that by creating this work, and then it ultimately leading to something like getting policy changed is, is life-changing. And uh, we think next year we can win a can lion with it even and, and prove that it's changing people's lives for the better. And then the second thing probably is driving that 91% awareness, you know, um, way down so that people are more aware of, of, of what the dangers are. Even though it's, the incidents may be lower than other, other things, you still want to be informed and we want to drive that awareness uh, up. Um, so th those are the two wins in our minds. Um, yeah, that's, that's what we're thinking. Well, what an incredible moment for um, the three of us to come together to, to chat a little bit about the behind the scenes of the campaign and how it came to be and, and this uh, moment of putting a, a really different brand awareness message out into the world and, and being able to see how that unlocks 
awareness, funding, and focus. I, I, I have no doubt we'll have some really strong outcomes, but I just personally, as part of the CMV community, I, I couldn't be more thrilled to help uh, champion and share this because it, it truly is um, it truly is going to, to move the needle for us. Awesome. Well, I think both of you guys are always willing to help out and, and are tremendously organized and you know, diligent about your thoughts, and I really am grateful for the partnership. So thank you both. Same, same here. Thank you, ladies. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Nick. Thank you for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Meridian Bioscience, working to create healthcare solutions that help save lives with each discovery, each diagnosis, every patient, every day. Visit nationalcmv.org for additional topics and podcast episodes. Links for today's conversation can be found in the show notes. And don't forget, National CMV Foundation is a nonprofit organization, and we rely on donor support to bring you programming like the show you just heard. Please go to nationalcmv.org backslash donate to give online or text STOPCMV to 41411 to give by phone. I'm Kristen Spitek. Thanks for listening.